0: Yeah, I'm um, I'm actually not that much of a podcast kind of person. <laughs> so Oh, hey Kira. Hi Jay
1: decided to uh, inform me that he actually hates podcasts.
2: <laughs> really? I don't know <laughs> if I <laughs> said that's it quite like that. But. Well that's how
1: I'm saying it, Jay. <laughs> Jay, this is how the news works. You say something <laughs> and I misquote you and then that becomes the fact. <laughs>
0: what happened with Earl Thomas. So many people were like, uh, quoted him as, come get me. W- while that is a direct quote, it's not the whole quote. <laughs> saying, come get me, is much more of just, uh, <coughs> it, so- it sounds like he's saying, oh I need to out of here, please get me away from this place. And that's not really what he said.
2: No. I mean, Don't he you know? left. He's huh? he he he's gone. He, he was gotten.
0: Wait, really? Huh?
2: No, I don't know. Wait, what are you talking about? I thought you were talking <laughs> about James Harrison. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I had quite the heart
0: attack. I was like,
2: "What?" I really what? just enjoy giving Jay like minor heart palpitations. <laughs> minor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't lose Earl Thomas. It means too much to me. But the the biggest
1: thing that, you know, when I say come get me is, I mean, I don't literally mean like, come get me now. You know, I'm still in the prime of my career. I still want to be here. But when Seattle kicked me to the curve, please, the Cowboys, come get me here. You know, that's the only place I would rather be, you know, if I get kicked to the curve. So that's what I meant by... Hello and welcome to the Completely Unprepared Podcast. My name is David. I'm Jordan.
2: And I'm Kira.
1: Jordan sounds real excited right now.
2: Seriously, could you be any more amped?
0: I, I just had a minor heart attack. Give me a break. Just...
2: Sorry, I faked you out about Earl Thomas. Yeah. You should be used to me faking it by now. Oh. Ow. <laughs> I give it a 100%.
0: Thank you very much. <laughs> All right.
1: How was you guys' this Christmas?
2: Oh. Uh, interesting um my family is particularly it has a flair for the dramatic so yeah. um so that's where you get it from obviously because i'm the most dramatic person that anybody's ever met <laughs> i just go out of my way that's um true. yeah it was it was just the same old go home um you know, uncle's family ditches out last minute on the grandpa's gathering. Mom's crazy. Meth-addled ex-boyfriend shows up at our front door. Who? Um, yeah. Uh, how about you guys?
1: Not nice. that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tell yeah. us more, uh, more stories about Tessa's grandparents because those are the best. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit!
1: Yeah, we. Uh, so this was my first year doing, uh, doing Christmas away from my family. But yeah, her so her grand her grandpa's like ninety one and they're like and her grandpa grandma's like hold on. Tess, how old's your grandma? Silence. Mid late eighties. Um and they're they're big, big Boise State fans. So especially after way that Boise State Oregon game, they're just going on and on the whole the, the entire trip. Like I walked in and her grandma just goes I just, I just feel so sorry that you have to be a fan of that team. Oh boy! (laughs) I'm just like, oh "Oh, gosh.
0: If I was in that situation, you guys would be reading about me on the news.
2: (laughs) Probably. I mean, you were particularly despondent, and that's. -hmm. I mean, obviously, that's not really saying a whole lot, but throw you into (laughs) the Boise State mix. I'm just glad we didn't have to bail anybody out of jail this or this holiday.
1: <laughs> I asked her if she knew uh I asked her if she knew what their graduation rate was because her her biggest thing that she always goes on about is that she hates the how the college players will leave school early and not finish their degree, and yeah. my argument is always you know they can go back like it's not like you leave and there's oh, we're gone forever, you can go back to school. Yep.
2: I think I was talking about it with somebody else about um it might oh it's Georgia. Oh, that's what it is. So one of my friends is an assistant volleyball coach at Georgia and their program I want to know if you guys have ever heard of this before but sure. they will allow a former like a former student athlete to come back and get their degree at like no cost. They will literally just be like like if somebody comes back and they're like, "Hey, I left school early or hey, I never completed" they're that's like great. okay cool like let's get you started and they do like they can do online classes or they just hop right back in that's and then cool. they, is, that, like, is that they're
0: commonplace classes. or is that just a Georgia thing
2: I've never heard of it anywhere else I was curious if you guys had heard of it anywhere else
0: no that's the first time'm hearing of it because yeah. I mean that makes sense because you know the argument for not paying players is always well they get an education out of it but if yeah. they're leaving early because they're gonna go play in the NFL they're not getting an education and To which anyone would say, oh, well, then now they're good to go play in the NFL. Yeah, but that still takes away two to three years of their life Mm -hmm. for free. So if you're at least giving them an education, then you at least have a little bit more punch when you say, yeah, they left early, but they have the right to come back at any time and we'll let them finish their education. Yeah. How does scholarship work in that situation?
2: I mean, they just put it on hold, I guess. But it's also looking at George's donor base. I mean, they have... So many alumni and former athletes that give back, whereas a school like Arizona State doesn't really have that donor base. So yeah. Arizona State play just
0: play. cuts all their other sports to pay for football.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, we just added two sports. They added like field hockey and some other dude sport to balance it or something. I don't remember.
0: Do you guys have a tennis program yet?
2: Uh, yeah, men's and or. Just women's. Just soccer.
0: Yeah, because the the tennis program got cut to... Um, Men's and women's
2: soccer, I believe. Actually, no, just women's soccer again as well. Arizona State's just all pro-feminism. What about wrestling? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I think they actually were talking about cutting wrestling because the Pac-12 is actually an affiliate wrestling conference. So there are six schools. It's Arizona State, Oregon State, um... And Stanford, and then they partner with like Boise State. I can't remember the other two. I should know this because this was my sport for two years. Um, yeah, I had to cover it. It was particularly. Um, oh. oh, it demanding. was your sport
1: to cover, not to participate in. <laughs> I
2: was like, I, was I don't see you as a wrestler. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You did go to Arizona State.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So, where they love women. Um, <laughs> Oh, it is uh, Arizona State, Stanford, and Oregon State for the Pac-12 members, and then they also partner with Boise State, Cal State Bakersfield, and Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo. Interesting. So they only have three Pac-12 wrestling varsity programs.
1: Interesting. Also, so I know I teased this just a moment ago. I want to I, I want to come through and actually give the rates. Boise State University in 2014, their graduation rate was 36.9%. University of Oregon in 2014 was 67.8%. Hey! Almost doubled it. So suck it, Boise.
0: Yeah, Yeah,
1: you you won football, but we won preparing students for life. (laughs) Or at least for graduation. At least for graduation, good point. That's what matters.
2: Should we yeah. segue into other bowl results thus far?
1: Yeah, I have actually not watched a single bowl game. I've been strictly on uh, on NFL. I get I have trouble with the bowl games. To be honest, I have trouble with the bowl games. I feel like if you're not competing for a championship, why are you still playing?
0: Uh, there's a lot of reasons. A big one is exposure, uh, especially in matchups that you know put pick a put a uh, big program against a smaller program. Uh, In the case of like Oregon versus Boise State, Boise State doesn't get too much coverage despite being a very good program. I'm not trying to knock on them, but just because they're, you know, G5 team, they don't get as much exposure. So going to a bowl game allows them to really get put into a public spotlight where they are the only game on at that moment. Mm -hmm. If you're going to watch football, you are going to watch uh, Boise State or USF or Toledo or whoever so it gives uh, a lot of opportunity for programs to kind of expand in that way. and it also uh, lets for out of conference games that are entire well hypothetically entirely balanced where uh, you might schedule some you know out of conference that are nice and balanced but this forces that out of conference which is kind of cool yeah um, like Washington State and Michigan State at the beginning of the season you probably would have thought they were going to be an even matchup. But now that you know they are, and now they're going to be facing off in the Holiday Bowl,
2: yeah, so I think
0: it, it's it's things like that. Um, those are the two that I can that come to my mind offhand. I'm sure there's a lot of other good reasons to. Yeah, in there.
2: well, and I think what David said about you know, if you're not competing for a championship game, why still continue? I mean, this is something that they kind of had to expand the bowl system when they created championships. Mm-hmm. Because when you, they you had to build in that extra week into the regular season. It couldn't be like a postseason thing. Like college football, unfortunately, I mean, they've already expanded it as many weeks as they possibly can with the school schedules. Yeah. Not cutting into like holiday breaks. I mean, now they do. But so you have that. And so now like when you have these championship games that some teams just aren't even playing in. Um, In the final week of their regular season, it's kind of like, well, sure, we might as well throw you in a bowl game. Are you a mediocre team? You want to play? Can you get a title sponsor? Except for Bahama Bowl lost theirs. Sorry, Popeyes.
0: (laughs) But,
2: like, at that point, and it's also a huge sponsorship thing. I mean, there are some Mm. companies like Belk. Belk bowl is a huge sponsor. Like, it's a really, really big advertising opportunity for businesses. So, if you have like a company that's willing to throw around, you know, however much for sponsorship and rent out a stadium for a day during bowl season, you can have a bowl game.
0: Yeah. And on that same note, I don't know what a Belk is, <laughs> but I do know that I love that company. Belk <laughs> is a
2: department store. OK, Um, it's basically like a JCPenney or kind of a Macy's, but they also do appliances and they're like huge in the southeast From um, our. slash Midwest. And so mm. it's so funny because I remember I think it was like I think it's this year as well. I'll have to double check. But they give the players Belk Bowl gift certificates and part of their bowl week activities are going on like a field trip to a Belk. And just going on a shopping spree with their gift cards.
0: That's so amazing.
2: I'm not sure if they're doing it this year, but they definitely did that at least the past couple of years. So, I
0: just know that their social media team is off the oh. hook. Like everything they do is so awesome. They do such a good job of engaging the community in just such a fun way.
2: So such I, I think a my favorite shout out to their Twitter I, game.
0: I think my favorite was uh, this, or at least this year was uh, after. Alabama lost the game against Auburn. They tweeted out, "We want Bama for
2: the Belk Bowl." <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> yeah, it didn't happen. But it would have been hard. <laughs> Unfortunately,
1: I don't ever want to hear we want Bama again.
0: <laughs> yeah, good luck. I thought with it was that. funny when we were at the, uh, the the Washington game last year when they were just demolishing us. Yep. Uh, the Washington Oregon game and all their fans started cheering. We want Bama! We want Bama! I just was like, guys, trust me. You don't want to say it. Just trust me. I know it's funny, but trust me. It's not going to go well. And then a couple months later, they played Bama, and it didn't go well. Just a little. (laughs) On the bright side, it wasn't the worst game of the day, I guess. Because that was the same day that uh, Clemson routed Ohio State. Ohio State was the only team not to score a single point in the entire postseason last year. Shout out to the Buckeyes.
1: Hey. If, if there's one team that I want any excuse to, to shit on. <laughs> yep. It's Ohio 100%. State.
2: Oh, Yeah. Yes. That is a universal truth unless you're an Ohio State fan, which in that case, your opinion does not matter.
0: <laughs> exactly. Like, I I actually kind of like Ohio State, the team. I like watching them play. And, yeah, it's kind of fun. But uh, anytime I'm like, you know what, I kind of like Ohio State. I look at their fans and I'm like, oh, no, I hate Ohio State. That's right. Those are horrible people. Yeah.
1: Did, <laughs> did you guys hear? So this is a totally different note, just another state that I'm not very fond of, Florida. Um, <laughs> there was a, a headline I saw today, and, and I didn't click it, and I should have. Um, so I have no idea if this is an accurate headline, full disclosure. Uh the headline was that a a Florida man was arrested after punching an ATM machine for giving him too much money.
2: <laughs> that sounds very Actually that doesn't really sound Floridian. I feel like that sounds more like um I have I have no idea, but Florida sounds more like it would punch the ATM machine to try and get even more money to come out.
0: The bizarreness of the story sounds very Florida. So, so, The fact that there's no logic to it.
1: Here's the, be- e- even better, I- I'm looking at this story on Fox News, so we know it's accurate. <laughs> A Florida man was arrested Friday after he reportedly punched an ATM because it was giving him too much money during an in- incident in November. So he was arrested Friday after the incident in November.
0: Oh, gosh. Hmm. Um. I imagine hmm. his logic was that, which I know, it's not fair to say logic and Florida man in the same sentence, but... Uh, <laughs> I imagine the logic is he thought that it was withdrawing all of that from his account. So while he wanted a 20,
2: uh, it was withdrawing
0: every dollar that he had in his bank account.
2: Leave it to Jay to provide like the logic of the Florida man.
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine why someone would punch an ATM that's making it rain.
1: <laughs> it says, Alexic's actions caused at least $5,000 in damages. Well, at least he has the money to pay for it now.
2: <laughs> that's true that's all you need yeah yeah.
0: if an ATM was uh, pouring that much money on me I, I would just be dancing yeah, I'd be taking reference. off all my clothes and dancing how do they settle
1: up on what exactly his account is owed
0: that's a good question because they also have to factor in the damages to that too yeah. I don't know we'll have to contact Wells Fargo and find out what they did
1: yeah I'm not calling Florida <laughs>
2: Hi, yes. uh, Are you a Wells Fargo in Florida? Yes. So I have a question. (laughs) Oh,
0: man. Yeah. So speaking of, Florida State.
2: (laughs) I was just about to say, that That was perfect.
0: (laughs) Magically managed to um, still somehow become bowl eligible, despite being terrible. And they uh, went off in their bowl game, which is a weird thing this entire season. There have been so few close bowl games. It's been routing after routing after routing. Well, well, it was close. Uh, Army versus San Diego State was close.
2: Uh, Iowa today um, barely eked out over um, Uh, Boston College. Yeah, Yeah,
0: Yeah. that was a good one. Uh, K-State last night was actually really exciting. I don't know if you guys saw that.
2: No, Uh, I did not. I heard that Middle Tennessee and Arkansas State was good, but I didn't watch that one.
0: Middle Tennessee and Arkansas State.
2: You know, that classic barn burner. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: 35-30,
2: I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking through nothing.
0: But so many of them has just been teams enforcing their will. Uh, Lane Kiffin, Florida Atlantic, decimated Akron. Uh, Lane Kiffin
2: deserves that 10-year contract. Oh, yeah. I pray that nobody buys him out and takes him away from Florida Atlantic. That is... Really, that's my one Christmas wish.
0: Who's the last coach to get a 10-year contract? Which, I don't know why you would give anyone a 10-year contract. It's, it's fucking insane. I don't care how you much you like I'm him. I'm saying Emma offered Jimbo. Crazy. That's It's insane. I love Jimbo. I think he's a great coach. But mm-hmm. uh, a 10-year contract? You know who got a 10-year contract? Charlie Weiss. Weiss? Weiss. Weiss. Charlie Weiss.
2: I like Charlie Weiss. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, it weird when Charlie I said Charlie Weiss with like Notre Dame.
0: <laughs> yeah, Charlie Charlie Weiss had a 10 year contract with Notre Dame, got fired from that job, went to Kansas, got a like, five year contract, got fired from that job. At one point, that man was making $6 million not to coach. Yeah. Like, that's insane. $6 it's million. Like, and was fired. making
2: hella money to not even play. Yep, yep. same exact thing. It's called Working the System. Charlie Weiss (laughs) is a smart man. Well, actually, I don't know. There was this actually really good article. I can't remember when or where I read it about how he kind of got himself into the situation. And um, I'll have to find it and send it to you guys. But... He kind of, like, bounced around and, oh my goodness, the final <laughs> tally for Notre Dame's buyout of Charlie Weiss was $18.97 million. Cool.
0: And the crazy right. thing was, what they gave him that 10-year contract in the middle of his first season, because he was, what, 5-2, and two, something like that? And they're just oh, like, yep, that's know. good enough. 10 years. You're with us. Four <laughs> years later, he's gone. Getting paid for
1: another six years. Well, Ten I, I looked up 10-year contract coach on Google. Mm-hmm. I'm staring <clears throat> at two more. Uh, in 2002, Ralph Friedgen ah, yes. signed with Maryland, a 10-year contract. Mm.
0: Right. Uh,
1: and this year, Mike Houston signed a 10-year contract extension with, I'm going to let you guys guess, which school? Uh, Mike Houston. Mike Houston. Do you do either of you know who that is? Nope. It's uh, James Madison University.
0: <laughs> oh my. Okay. Well, <laughs> in fairness, he that's that makes him the coach that just ended uh, the North Dakota State's fucking five year streak of national titles, and they're going back to the title game this year. I don't know if that's over yet.
1: Oh, okay. Well, it's more knowledge than I had on it.
0: Okay, so the the uh, FCS championship <laughs> game between ND State and James Madison, once again, is uh, January 6th. Mm, okay. So it's not over. Perfect. But, so once the uh, FBS championship's done, you can still watch the FCS championship. Which, bet your ass I will, because that's going to be an awesome game.
2: Oh, here, here we go. It. Okay, I found it. Sorry. There you go. I was like, I really, really... I remember this article, and it was a really good one. Um, Just like Charlie Weiss behind the scenes. And the opening is... um, At the Jersey Shore. That's like the the byline, whatever. Quote, I'm tired of people who don't know who you are, and they think you're an asshole, Charlie Weiss says. His friend Ed Edwards gives him the side eye and says, I know for a fact he's an asshole. So... Uh. It's a really, it's a long article, but it's really good. Anyway, continue.
0: Um, no, that's that's great. I was about to ask. Uh, why don't you tell us about the Rose Bowl? Yeah.
2: What about it, it's been work so far. I landed this morning, and we uh, there's actually a video of um, our little press conference, our Rose Bowl opening ceremony at Disney Cal- Disney's California Adventure. And I'm sure that if you like follow whatever this Megan Moreau girl is, oh, um, I, definitely
0: do. Megan I for Merkel?
2: sure was awkwardly behind a couple of um, video shots for <laughs> Oklahoma. We're just going to see here. Um, it's great. I mean, you know, obviously it's Oklahoma versus Georgia, in case nobody was aware, um, I think it'll be interesting. So, you're actually talking about whether or not it's going to be an Oklahoma blowout or a close Georgia win because we don't really see Georgia blowing anybody out.
0: Yeah. Because basically, once Georgia gets that lead, they're just going to compound it with Nick Chubb and just run that clock out. Yeah. It's not like, you know, Jake Fromm is a hmm. knockout player. He's good, but it's definitely predicated on that Nick Chubb run ability.
2: Well, Baker Mayfield is currently ill. Um, he's supposed to be better by game day. Um, but he was not at any of our stuff today because he was sick. He'll just rub one out
1: on the sideline and be good to go.
2: (laughs) Rub a Nick Chubb. Hey. (laughs) So what, what, what exactly
0: are you doing for the Rose Bowl down there?
2: Um, so I help with, like, media operations. So, ooh, oh, shit, are you watching the Arizona-Purdue game? Arizona just scored a touchdown. I am now. <clears throat> it is now 34, maybe going to be 35 to 31 with three minutes left in the fourth. Sorry. Hell yeah. Um. Bear down. Yeah, I'm surprised you weren't watching this. Khalil Tate, man. I didn't know it was on. I was watching Southport. Well, that's the thing about bowl <laughs> season. <laughs> <laughs> Go yeah. back to David's point.
1: <laughs> I didn't know it was on. I was watching something else. Thank you for supporting uh, my thought process.
2: It's entirely accurate. And also, what channel? I mean, it's a pretty. Uh, it is on Fox. Yeah,
0: but I mean, that's a big. That's a common sentiment. You know, that the more and more they've expanded bowls, the more and more <laughs> meaningless all the outside ones have done. And that's that was a major concern with moving to the playoffs too. Yeah. Is that there is now three bowl games that really matter and then there's a whole bunch of ones that no one wants to watch
2: yeah i mean you look at the stands when they come back from this commercial break and nobody is there yeah it's in santa clara too so um anyway i work with media operations for the rose bowl this is my fifth year so throughout the week we have like press conferences i don't know if you guys like follow other bowls like the week leading up to it and some of them have them some But part of the bowl is, like, the player experience and then also media availability. Mm -hmm. So, like, every year for the Rose Bowl, we've had our opening press game or press conference at Disneyland. Um, And then we do press conferences throughout the week. So, like, I think tomorrow we have Georgia's offensive coordinator and four or six offensive players and then Oklahoma's defensive coordinator and six defensive players. And then we swap the next day. And then I also go to practice and make sure that media doesn't over-record beyond B-roll and isn't, like, interviewing players, but they can get B-roll at practice. We have a lot of local media, especially for this game, that are coming in. So that's pretty cool. Um, a lot of the national people are going to probably be coming in In a few days, but today is always kind of a crazy day. And then uh, we do a head coach presser with just, it'll be just Lincoln Riley and Kirby Smart. Um, But before that, we do media days where the whole team is made available to the media. So we like place them at tables and then media just comes in and talks to them. So yeah. a large part of what we do there is not only, like, mitigate the media, but also go to the players that are, like, the freshmen or the non-starters or the people that, like, nobody really knows. And we're like, hey, here's a Twitter mirror. Play with it. Um, hey, say something for our Instagram story. Hey, like, mention us on your Facebook. I don't know what kids do these days. So <laughs> <laughs> so we, we do that. You a reddit? <laughs> yeah have you are read it here's my username
1: no we're doing uh, an ama
2: yeah actually i should just do that i should go on our podcast and just like, be <laughs> like hey so um we're i'm I'm all part of this podcast and uh completely unprepared would like to ask you what do you think of the bowl season uh what
1: no we would like to we- ask you how prepared you are for this game
2: yes hello um no, i think we're gonna go
0: done? i think we're just gonna go bizarre with it like Yes, Baker, can you uh, tell us for our podcast, which is your favorite Teletubby? <laughs>
2: uh, yes, hi, Baker Mayfield. Have you ever commandeered a covered wagon on the Oregon Trail? Because let me tell you, if you do. We
1: have <laughs> Follow-up question, who shot JR?
2: <laughs> oh, I would love to do that. Um... So that's the week leading up to it, and then actual game day, we get there hella early, set up the press box, and then um, we just run the press box. So that's the hard... Okay, this is the hardest thing about actually working in sports, and it's part of the reason why I got out, but I still like to come and help out with this game, because when you have been working, like, a whole week, well, not even a whole week, like, the full-time staff that's here year-round... When they've been working like crazy long days for a couple of months leading up to the game. And then you have your actual game day staff that's working crazy long days for like a full week. And then you get to actual game day. You're like, I kind of want this to just be boring. Like, because if it's a boring shootout, then all the media has their recap already written. They just need to plug in the quote and then we're all out like an hour and a half after the game ends. And that is glorious. So I would say this is actually probably the first year where I haven't, well, A, we have a 2 p.m. kickoff, which is Mm. great. So even if it goes crazy late, we still will be out of there, not super late. Crazy Uh,
0: late will turn into like 10 o'clock at night.
2: Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, And then on top of that, um, it's a national playoff semifinal so if it's a good game, then it's a good game, and like everybody's gonna be eyes on it. Whereas like when we ha- Stanford blow Iowa, it was kind of like, meh. <laughs> I thought
0: that was a fantastic. Just a constant reminder that Christian McCaffrey should have had the
2: Heisman uh, Trophy. So, um, so that's what I do. That's why I'm here for the week. Um, okay. And then just kind of spend the week catching up with old friends because I've been here for five years, Um, which is crazy to me, but yeah. I I I will uh,
0: not say that I'm not extremely envious, very (laughs) jealous of you.
2: Well, I'll get you both hats. Oh, Purdue almost fumbled it. Oh my gosh.
0: So Yeah, it was almost a pick and then it was almost a fumble. Purdue is choking. That yeah. just made me think, though. Imagine how
1: long people were at Super Bowl after the Patriots come, come back.
2: Oh my god! I don't even want to think about what that was like to staff that event.
1: And that's in <laughs> Houston, so that's like—I think mean, it's like two hours ahead. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And that's actually something interesting too. I mean, you never really think like the staff behind the scenes at these. Oh,
1: <gasps> no. You don't think about the staff until they get blasted by somebody. Oh, oh
2: my off. God. So Ugh, my Perduda heart. Pretty scored. just scored with a minute 44 left. It's about to be 38 35. On like perfect coverage. <clears throat> oh, How did God. he get that? There was nothing more he could have done.
1: What's nice is I have it on my phone, but that means oh that God. it's delayed. So I'm about to see this play. Yeah, oh, she's you like a second
2: ahead of me. It. I won't. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, fine. But still.
0: Arizona's doing so good on first and second down. Like, they're wow. swarming the ball, almost getting takeaways, and then third down, they're like, have it. Right, wow. and
2: immediately he goes to the medic's table, by the way. He is dazed. Holy shit.
0: <laughs> wow.
2: wow. <gasps> anyway. So, All you right. know, some
0: bowl games are good. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs>
0: Yeah. something come down to the wire
2: yeah and we're, we're getting into more of the nitty-gritty <laughs> of it i mean you look even tomorrow you have i'm really freaking excited for washington state michigan state okay. solely because the two coaches could not be any fucking more different Like <laughs> you have our lord and savior mike leach who is just like so crazy, and then you have Mark Dantonio, who, yeah. as much as I dislike Michigan State, like I would never want to be left alone in a room with Mark Dantonio ever. Oh, no. The man's got crazy eyes.
0: Yeah, and they, but they both share that like gruff, I know more than you kind of feel to him. Yeah, just makes them like men. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want to see those two stuck on a desert island and having to escape.
2: That would be a great sitcom.
0: <laughs> Mark Absolutely. and Mike.
2: Mark, Mark and Mike do. Mark and Mike on a deserted island. <laughs> Mike's over in the corner building a shelter and like talking to the indigenous peoples while Mark is trying to make the structure like foundationally sound.
0: <laughs> Just sharpening spears. <laughs>
2: with a menacing gleam in his eye. <laughs> actually, those two would end up commandeering the island and <laughs> actually probably building an entirely new independent society.
0: Yeah. They wouldn't be trying to get back home.
2: <laughs> no, they would be fine on the island.
0: <laughs> they'd be making a new society. <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, I think well, that's what we have to look forward to in tomorrow's San Diego County Credit <laughs> Union Holiday Bowl.
0: We put Mark and Mike on an island, and on the other side of the island was a boat to get back to the mainland. The mainland's like two miles away. Um, they turned it into a pirate fortress. <laughs> we, we tried to send some cameras in there. They shot our our helicopters down.
2: The last thing that our men saw before they flew into the ocean was Mark D'Antonio <laughs> hurling a spear after Mike Leach lit it on fire. <laughs>
0: We told them that we would get them out of there in 30 days. They don't have to stay there.
2: <laughs> all of a sudden, all these rudimentary structures have popped up.
0: <laughs> One of us needs to
1: learn flash animation. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: gasps> Purdue just inter- Oh, boy, I'm so sorry. My heart. I'm so sorry. Purdue just intercepted it with a minute 16 left. You'll see it. Yeah, I, I
1: saw it. I'll see it in eight seconds.
2: Uh, I would say more like ten. You,
0: you never want to go down to the wire with <laughs> Khalil Tate as your quarterback. Accurate. No, no offense to Khalil Tate, but throwing is not his strong suit. Isn't he a freshman <laughs> though? Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna be
1: they're gonna be a good team, I think. Yeah. I don't know about how they're recruiting. Oh, him. that's such
0: a bad miscommunication. Yeah, that was horrible. Not he thought he was running the yeah. post, but he was running a comeback.
2: Oh, that was, that was horrible. Really uh, rough. It was a dumb decision anyway. There's double coverage. And this is why Arizona is in the Foster Farms Bowl. Because Khalil Tate can't read a cover, too.
0: Awkward. The easiest defense to read. But,
2: so, yeah, so that's, uh, that's the bowl season in a nutshell.
1: <sighs> oh, I didn't know that game was on. Hold on, let me go to it. Oh, it's over because of a really stupid play. Let's move on.
2: Yep. Or it was <laughs> yeah. over
0: before it started. The one I thought was sad was uh, what was it who played against UAB? Um, Ohio. Ohio Ohio oh, was yeah. mad because they, they felt like they deserved two w- wins. They thought they were more of a 10-win team than 8-win team because I think they got shafted on two calls that lost them two games. Understandable. And they decided that they were going to take it out on whoever they went up in the bowl game against. And uh, in this case it was poor little UAB, the team that is finally having their program back after a two-year hiatus, so excited to go to a bowl game, and they go up against Ohio, who
2: decides to stick it to them. 41-6. to (laughs) R.I.P. the dragons.
0: (laughs) Them blazers.
2: Oh, that's what it is.
0: Yeah.
2: I like their little dragon guy.
0: I know, right? That's awesome.
2: But, um... Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, that was that was rough. Still not as still not as heavy as that FAU win, but. Oh, they're great. right. So,
0: and for the record, I have nothing against anybody running up the score. I totally should. I still, I always go back to uh, what was it? Jimmy Johnson had a good quote. He said, "I can always apologize if my team plays bad. I can't apologize for the other team playing bad. Not Why sure. is that my fault?" Like, and totally, why should you decide, oh, I'm. we're already doing good enough, let's pull off the brakes here, or pull off the gas and hit the brakes? Like, no, keep running up the score,
2: that's yeah. fine. Yeah, well, especially in these sorts of scenarios, you know.
0: Yeah, you're showing off to recruits, and you're making, you want to make a statement that this is a dominant program, you want high school kids to look at you and be like, fuck, I want to play for those guys, look at how strong Great. that team is.
1: You also it's want all to about not, the recruits. You also want to not give an opportunity for a uh, fiasco later on in the game.
2: Yeah. Yes, like like we're watching.
0: No. Um. you don't want you don't want to be up like twenty eight to three, for example, and <sighs> let them come back somehow magically. Yes, that'd be that'd be embarrassing.
1: The, the dumbest cool. thing I used to hear was like the other team, like, playing soccer when I was younger, like, we'd go into halftime, we'd be losing, like, either 2-0 or 1-2. And, like, somebody mm-hmm. on my team would be like, it's alright, guys. You know, 2 zero is the worst worst score to go into halftime with. Referring to the other <coughs> team, I'm like, no. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: We're losing by 2. That's definitely worse.
0: Yeah, 0-2 is much worse.
1: Yeah. Well, seriously.
0: <laughs> who told you that?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Why would you ever think that?
0: Yeah. Plus, like, I, I feel like it's really patronizing when you when you're okay. on the other team. You already know that you've gotten the shit beaten out of you. For the other team to be, or for the winning team to be like, okay, now let's play sillier and loose and quieter, so that way the other team can feel a little bit better. That feels so much worse as a losing team. You oh yeah. Like, because then you just feel like you're getting mocked.
1: I played in an actual like pay-to-play co-ed indoor league
0: Mm.
1: and it was a standard rule that if any player scored three goals you could no longer score anymore your goals would no longer be counted that's ridiculous as well girls goals were worth two that's even more
2: ridiculous we've had that whenever i've played it's always if it's a co-ed there will be that
1: so angry
0: I played co-ed football before, and usually it's just a gender rule that like every third play has to involve a girl in some way, which seems fair.
2: Yeah, but or like not every that they other. get
0: special scores or anything like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to promote feminism. It's okay. It
0: just makes me but not want to play opposite.
2: co-ed. <laughs> yeah, right. Look, I just want my my plays to be recognized for my athletic prowess. I don't yeah. want to, you know, just be relied on because, oh, she's a girl we have to throw to her.
0: Yeah. Well, like, I understand saying, oh, yeah, you need to involve the girl so that way you're not just getting a bunch of dumbass dudes showing off every
2: few seconds. Which was always my co-rec team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to all my best friends.
0: Every co-ed league I've ever played in is far more violent than regular. <laughs> yeah. Getting laid out by dudes that are like, Twice my height and three times my weight, and I'm like, you're showing off by hitting me. I'm 145 pounds and five foot eight, soaking wet. Yeah, no, no one's impressed. All right, no.
2: cool. You beat up on literally one of the beat upable people here. If, Thank yeah. you.
1: If anything, people standing too far away are going, why are you hurting little kids?
0: all all right all right enough pull pull, pull it back pull it back all right sorry this is an open season
2: so it's like the mascots whenever that was was it you guys who sent that mascots versus the little kids and the mascots are just fucking laying the little kids out hardcore (laughs) that's basically jay every time he plays any sort of a sport (sighs) oh too good love you hey I'm
0: one of our number one contributors, thank you. I'm you quick.
2: Are. I, speedy. I'm
0: yeah. Still, Jim, Jimmy Lake's our, our best player. But I come in in second, thank you very much. <laughs> Jimmy Lake has a little bit of an advantage. It's like he knows football or something.
1: Is that is that Jimmy Lake Jr.? Or Jimmy yeah, Lake yeah, Sr. sorry.
0: Jim, Jim, Jimmy Jr. <laughs> Jimmy Jr. Little, little Lake. Johnny Pond. Johnny Pond. <laughs> oh my god.
2: yeah that Mm -hmm. kid runs so
0: angry like i i've never seen someone that i thought like looked angry the way they ran until i saw jimmy lake jr running
1: marshawn lynch
0: though yeah
2: there you go there's a good comparison that's a very good comparison that angry power yeah
1: like it looks like he's upset with the turf (laughs)
2: exactly Like you know, somebody wronged him.
0: Marshawn, interesting. Like it seems like
2: nowadays he
0: wants to run into defenders. He can see an open gap, and he would rather run into the defender coming at him instead of getting the free yards. It's weird. He runs angry.
2: Yeah. He wants to run. He doesn't want to hit people. He wants to run through people. That is what he always says. He like that is his number one, most often. Used quote.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. And I, I think there's an interesting comparison, just kind of going back a little bit from before we started recording today, uh, between Marshawn Lynch and Earl Thomas. Because both of them are guys that, you know, loved in Seattle, very, very good players. We'll always think the most of them, but they both want to retire and play for their childhood teams. Uh, going back to Earl Thomas earlier this week, saying, uh, going up to Jason Garrett after the game and saying, if I'm available next season, come get me. And what's your guys' take on that quote?
2: Well, first of all, I wish I could just use that as a pickup line.
0: (laughs) If I'm available next season, come get me. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like, just, hey, look.
1: But like. But, like, maybe don't <laughs> let the uh, the guy that you might not be available because of hear
0: it. I know if a girl came up to me and said that, I'd be like, all right, that's interesting. Give me your number.
1: If a girl well, came yeah. up and said that to you, you'd ask her what you, she was doing right then.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's, that's true.
2: <laughs> that's Hi, yes, how you next think? week,
1: my schedule is wide open.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, why are, you, why are you waiting till next season?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm currently obligated, but... You know, keep an eye
0: on it. I have a contractual obligation to my current (laughs)
2: boyfriend. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. This is going to get us off on a really bad tangent for two seconds.
1: That's the whole podcast. (laughs) We're kind of out of there.
2: (laughs) So my best friend from back home – So I was obviously back in Colorado for the past, like, six days, five days, whatever. Um, And our tradition – Well, it's not really a tradition, but we, like – get into really shitty Hallmark movies and Lifetime movies and like <laughs> yes. because we just make so much fun of them and so last night um we were kind of packing up the rest of my stuff getting ready for um, me leaving this morning and sh- we watched this one called um the Mis- the Mistletoe Promise and it starts off so innocuous <laughs> with um this woman who's this business ceo but she's the business partner with her ex-husband and his girlfriend is on all the advertising materials and then there's this guy who's trying to make partner at his law firm and he mistakenly tells the guy who's trying to hire for this law firm that he has a girlfriend that he's going to bring to a christmas party and because like at this law firm it's really respected if you have a significant other and so he was like oh i need to get me one of those because you know chauvinism right So that was the first, like, 15 minutes of the movie. Then we found it on YouTube and skipped the entire middle hour to just go to the final 15 minutes, (laughs) because in the first 10 minutes, they created a contract that was very legalese about, like, okay, we will not do PDA, I will be your girlfriend XYZ, like, we will do this particular classification, like, here are all the stipulations, and of course... It ends in the most vomit-inducing way ever of, let's extre- extend this contract indefinitely. And I was just like, that- <laughs> have you seen the coaching carousel? Is that how this shit works?
0: <laughs> Do you listen to the Completely Unprepared podcast? Come on.
2: Do you know that contracts mean nothing? Nothing anymore.
1: <laughs> most people don't even read them.
2: Exactly. She went through no. it line by fucking line.
1: Hey, she's thorough. Did she pull Did out know? her like glasses? like?
2: No, she had a pen, mm. and they were at a, at a booth or some shit like that. Anyway, it was absolutely terrible. We technically watched all of it without the middle um, hour. <laughs> do not recommend. Anyway, you said drawing up a contract for your current boyfriend, and that's exactly what that happened, and that's why I will never
1: never do that. Oh, yeah. But
2: That's why always you'll never drop a
1: contract for
0: your boyfriend?
2: Oh, yes, but always sign the prenup. <laughs> Caller, we want Prenup. I feel you. We want
1: anyway. <laughs> continuing on. Continue um, okay. It's something that you need to have because when you're never. <laughs> oh, no. you oh, okay.
2: okay. Uh signing contracts for boyfriends, never or girlfriends. <laughs> since you know we accept all orientations on completely unprepared. Um now I'm watching the Texas Missouri game and uh the Texas coach is walking around like a dinosaur. Yep.
0: yep. That's, I, uh, that's what I was, what the fucking
2: was that a T-Rex or was he uh, his, he like oh, he was sorry. a
0: kid he wanted to be a dinosaur, he would walk around his neighborhood acting like a dinosaur and then one day his dad told him, grow up, you can't be a dinosaur
2: um, but come going back to come get me, he knows I think the best thing too was David you sending that tweet by the Steelers where it was like Way to bury the lead, because they started off with, like, we have acquired such and such.
1: They activated Gilbert. Oh, yeah. And then at the end, they're like, and we released a guy we've had on our team for, like, 15 years. Like, Yeah, yeah but haven't you guys released him, team. like,
0: four times now? Well,
1: no. He, he was, re, I think he just wasn't re-signed first, and then he went and played with the Bengals. And then they re-signed him after that. Yeah, and then now there's been a lot coming out today about that. About like he was kind of disgruntled and stuff because he wasn't getting a lot of playing time. I had seen something earlier in the year where he had said if I thought that I was gonna you know that I wasn't gonna be playing that much, I would have gone signed somewhere else. There's no way I'll be back here next year and stuff. And then there's all these reports coming out about you know he's walking out of team meetings and all this stuff. And yeah,
2: yeah. Well, he. This is an interesting on this NFL article. Um, he has played in just five snaps – or not five, sorry. He's played in just five games for a total of 38 snaps, which is 13% of the season's total defensive snaps.
0: Oh, um, well, you know, everyone keeps saying that he's going to, you know, give all the secrets to the Patriots. He doesn't even play enough to know any of the secrets.
2: <laughs> exactly. He's yeah. probably, they, they're all at the lunch table and James Harrison comes out with his lunch tray and he's like, hey, can I sit with you guys? And they're like, oh, sorry, there's no room and they spread out across the bench. <laughs> I, just
1: like, I just feel like, you're like, you're 39 years old and they have TJ Watt and Bud Dupree. Like, w- w- you're lucky to you get 13%. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You might
1: be I great, mean, but you're still old, dude.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, you can draw comparisons to other players who have made a switch to try and get on a final championship squad before their career is over. And I don't know anything really about, like, James Harrison before he played for the Steelers. Cause like you said, it was, like, literally ages and ages ago. Yeah,
1: so um, he's, he's 39 ooh. years old.
2: Yeah.
0: He's played for the the Steelers three times, by the way. he played, He got drafted by them in 2002. Then he got dropped and went to the Ravens for for, or for the preseason, and then he went and played for Rain Fire. Then he went back on the Steelers for from two thousand four to two thousand twelve. Uh, I don't know if he didn't get resigned or if he got dropped, but then he ended up on the Bengals for the year.
1: That's where I think he didn't get resigned. I think I, I feel like that's what okay. happened.
0: And then back to the Steelers from two thousand fourteen to two thousand seventeen, and then now uh, finishing his career most likely as a Patriot.
2: I think the interesting, yeah. I think the interesting thing. Well, a, it's terrible because you he completely just murdered all Steelers fans. If he had finished out and retired with that team, like he would have been immortalized. Like, mm-hmm. probably would have been a Hall of Fame career. Two
1: Super Bowls. Yeah. It's like, yeah.
2: Five-time Pro Bowler.
1: Played with. Why do you need to go Defensive Player of uh... the Year? Played with one of the greatest defensive lineups that that there w- yeah have been. Yeah, mm-hmm. like
2: his name is so recognizable yeah. and now at this end. I mean, you know, I get that he had to make this decision like for himself or he's like, "Oh, it was a business decision. He wanted to get more snaps." But like, yeah, he you have to be questioning like what you're doing with your life.
0: Yeah. yeah at this point, he should be preparing for a life after the NFL, not
2: Yeah, trying which the, I the, think the glory. Which I think he is. I mean, I have no idea why specifically the Patriots because it's not like the Steelers never had a winning culture. It's not like he's going from the Browns and being like, hey, Patriots, if I'm still available next season, come get me. Because
0: like, he's, like, he's got like five games left in him.
2: Yeah. He wants to go and win a title with him
1: and be done. Well, no, but here's yeah. the thing. He, he said <coughs> that he doesn't think he'll be playing with the Steelers next year but it, because of playing time. That, to Mm. me, says that he's going to go and try and find somebody else to sign with.
0: Maybe.
1: The way it's presented doesn't sound like he thinks he's done. I think he's going to keep playing next year.
2: He's going to keep playing. Oh, yeah. He's going to keep playing as long as he can. Like, there's no... He (sighs) obviously... That's the biggest thing there, is as much as everyone's like, oh, he wants to go out on top. No, he's, he's not done. Like, that's... He's been evaluating this decision, and for him to not finish out this season with the team that he's given everything to and try and make a move for his career to progress forward. Yolo.
0: You, know, you know why he made this decision? And it has nothing to do with anything that anyone has said yet. It's because uh, he was born and raised in Akron, Ohio. Shitty people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was the youngest of 14 children. Holy oh shit. Um, his father was a chemical truck driver, and he played Little League baseball in Scranton, Pennsylvania, so he is a fan of The Office.
0: Oh. Wow. Also, oh. his, his dad is a gerbil. What? Just for the record. Oh, 14 kids, I get it. 14 kids, or a rabbit, sorry.
2: <laughs> a rabbit, probably more apt. Um, however, because he grew up in Akron, according to him, his favorite NFL team was the Cleveland Browns.
0: I'm sorry. Maybe he'll retire as a Brown. (laughs)
2: Oh, (laughs) that would be incredible. All I want to do
0: is retire as a Cleveland Brown, said no one ever.
2: I didn't know a lot of this, actually. This is pretty interesting. So uh, when he was in high school, uh, he slacked on his grades, and he did not pay attention to them. And by his senior year, he, quote, became disruptive to his football team. Early in his senior year, he was suspended for two games for challenging an assistant coach to a fight. Then after he returned from his suspension in his next game, he began the game by carrying three times for nearly 100 yards and two touchdowns. (laughs) After his second touchdown, he ran down the opposing team's sideline and was ejected and later suspended for one game for making obscene gestures to the fans.
1: I wonder what that was.
2: It gets better. Harrison was in court soon thereafter, after he shot a BB gun in the school locker room towards a defensive coach.
1: I'm buying this guy's jersey. Towards a
0: coach, not at the coach. Towards towards
2: him. a coach. I'm so you know. His jersey. Totally. guilty to a minor charge and was able to return to school to finish his senior year, um, due to his off the field issues. Football programs like Ohio State, Notre Dame, and Nebraska rescinded their scholarship offers. So he walked on to the Kent State (laughs) University football team.
0: I'm I'm sure that was the best walk-on
2: ever. (laughs) So he is in the Kent State's Varsity K Hall of Fame, along (laughs) with San Diego Chargers tight end Antonio Gates. Hmm. And they retired his jersey in 2013. So, I don't know if that gives us any insight into his personality, uh, keeping that in mind. Uh, he seems like a guy who has still continued to play, despite a lot of controversy.
0: His jersey's 50 bucks. <laughs> Before he even got to college.
2: <laughs> David's like, I'm buying this shit right now.
1: <laughs> his jersey's $50 on the Steelers store.
2: Oh, yeah. You have to. Yeah, by the
0: Uh, way, I I, I was a little off earlier. I said that he was drafted in 2002. He was actually uh, signed as an undrafted uh, rookie.
2: Yeah, well, when you're the Kent State standout, (laughs) I'm sure you really draw a lot of recruiting attention from pro squads. Um, He was the first Kent State alumnus to play a linebacker for the
0: Steelers since uh, Jack Lambert. There you go. uh... Hall of Famer.
1: Good knowledge or ability to read. I'm not sure which, but...
0: We're we're just reading through his Wikipedia page. Yeah, we're
2: just reading. But we're (laughs) presenting (laughs) it in, like,
0: an interesting way.
2: And, hey... We're doing the
0: reading for you guys.
2: And if you have a couple of dollars to spare, donate it to Wikipedia, because knowledge is power.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wikipedia. I have Venmo. (laughs)
2: Oh, well, fine.
1: (laughs) Donate the money to me.
2: (laughs) Donate the money to me. Yeah, actually, I have bills to pay. Um... (laughs)
1: You're talking about with him and the the Browns, though. Um, This is a feasible thing to happen all of a sudden. The Browns could sign him. They could return a healthy Miles Garrett. They have Josh Gordon back. Corey Coleman comes back healthy. Joe Thomas returns healthy. And then they sign Kirk Cousins.
2: This just sounds like somebody put a bunch of these names into a hat. And like a front office is like reaching in and drawing out and they're just like, Alright, let's get Kirk Cousins.
1: Is that not how <laughs> the Browns make their personnel decisions?
2: I mean probably. <laughs> Pretty much.
1: I, I mean, haven't you guys seen Draft Day?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Accurate.
1: I haven't actually seen it, but it seems like what they would do in it.
0: That works. I was impressed that uh, the Browns managed to clinch the first pick of the draft this year. Yeah, good for them. <laughs> Just for the day. That, that's impressive.
2: Um, I think I, it's, I, it's
0: funny that all these quarterbacks are coming out now, saying, "Oh, I, I don't want to go. I don't know if I want to go into the draft because I don't want to play for certain teams." I'm in, surprised it's anyway. only happening the now. Fans. Well, I'm. Why are they doing it now? Draft isn't for months.
1: But you we gotta have... get it out there while you can. I don't want to be a Brown.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's what? like um, are absolute no-trade clause or whatever, will-not-trade clause, yeah. as, whatever
1: they call a, it. As a, uh, it's a, just a simply a no-trade clause. But as a Steelers fan, I thought Kaiser looked fine this year.
0: Yeah. Uh, I didn't think he looked terrible. I mean, there, he didn't look great. But... No,
1: he, he looked terrible, but they play the Steelers two times a year, so I would love to see them return him next year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, he had some flashes here and there. It's hard when you have a terrible team around you, no matter yeah. how good of a quarterback you are. You know, blame him for getting sacked in the end zone against the Ravens all you want, but yeah. why are they throwing in from their end zone?
1: Did you guys catch the Niners game?
0: I, uh, I saw a couple of the highlights. The uh, early turnovers turning into 16 0. Yeah.
1: Did you see Jimmy uh, G? Jimmy <laughs> G rolling to his left and just wrist
2: flick it right in. I did see that one. Oh, yeah. it was beautiful. That was great. Jimmy G, I mean, it's actually really funny because I saw an article in San Francisco Chronicle about, like, um, 49ers and Raiders might end up with identical finishes, but in two wildly different manners. Because, let's see, the Niners are 5 and 10, and the Raiders are 6 and 9. So,
0: Oh, I uh, see.
2: Yeah, yeah, they, can,
0: so they if, can end up the same there.
2: But with who, the, Raiders, who do the Raiders got. Uh, they just lost to the Eagles. Next up they play the Chargers.
1: Yeah, the Chargers yeah. so win a, a chance. So that's a feasible
2: loss. Yeah, yeah, but then
0: uh the Niners are also finishing up against the Rams, which is going to be a hard game no matter what.
2: But uh, the, the Rams are missing, not playing. And Jared Goff's oh, okay. not playing either.
1: Oh, okay. And, so, yeah. And I'm 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 going to totally uh I'm not going to steal this nickname, but I'm, I'm going to continue it and say that I think it's a great nickname that uh, Bill Simmons came up with. It's, uh, and actually, somebody else might have came up with it, and he was using it, but Jimmy <gasps> Jesus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's resurrected the Niners from the dead. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's no joke. I mean, that whole team has rallied to, around him on every side of the ball. Like The defense stepped up, the offense stepped up, everybody has changed. It's crazy that that kid is the new uh the new face of the forty ers
2: I mean it's really, really good for him. Um, yeah. You know, obviously everybody's talking about, oh, what if they had traded for him earlier? Like you never know at that point. But then they, they would have could had be... to give
1: up more, that's what.
2: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um and
1: Belichick went to trade it earlier.
2: But there's a lot of optimism going into this final week. Is, hey, guess what, guys? This is the final week of the regular season.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I'm not uh, terrified for the final week of the regular season. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm really hoping that Hugh Jackson gets fired. That's my only hope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> continue the uh, streak of, I want coaches being fired
1: to continue. That's such a special streak to have.
0: Yeah. So, for those listening, the streak we're talking about, uh. Every Browns coach for the last, I don't know, what, like 20-some-odd years has been fired after losing to the Steelers?
1: Uh, it, it was the last five in a row, actually.
0: Last five coaches in a row? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how long that is, but... I'm ready. You know, for, for the Browns, it's probably about five years.
2: Yeah. So, here we go. Um... Hold on. I just Googled Hugh Jackson, and... Apparently he's jumping into Lake Erie what? because a year ago he vowed that if the Browns went one and 15 again, people would find him swimming in Lake Erie.
0: Well, he doesn't have to do that.
2: The Browns no. aren't going
0: one in 15.
2: They're going zero and 16. Jackson technically could avoid the commitment. If the Browns lose Sunday in Pittsburgh to finish zero and 16, but Jackson when? said he would keep his word. I got to. He said, how you just jump in. When? That's going to be at my convenience, and hopefully I can get a lot of people to come out. It'd be something that we're going to make special.
0: <laughs> his suicide?
2: Well, actually, he's going to make it an event that supports his foundation, which supports efforts to combat human human trafficking in Cleveland. Is
0: that, is that prevalent?
2: Uh, uh, I, I think he he's just Cleveland? trying
1: to divert from the fact that he's going to get fired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Got to. I, I, well, I like that he's going to make a big public spectacle, and I think... He's just gonna—he's gonna have everyone there. He's gonna have camera crews. So everyone's excited, and he's gonna jump into Lake Erie, freeze to death, and drown. And he'll never come up. He's just gonna stay underwater. forever. <laughs> that
2: would be the most Browns ending to a season. <laughs> uh, yep. So right, here's here Tiki Jackson.
1: So I didn't find the full. I'll have to do some digging to find the actual full. F, f, I want the full oh. list. I'll—I'll—I'll I'll, I'll accumulate it myself. Um. um <laughs> But here's a good one. This was an Adam Schefter tweet from uh, January 3rd, 2016. Last time a non-Browns head coach was fired in the AFC North was Brian Billick on December 31st, 2007. Since Oof. then, the Browns have fired five head coaches, including Patine. Wow. And now it'll be six.
2: <laughs> and we're betting on six.
1: i I'm Hey, let me we pull up Bovada and see what those odds are. And he's okay. gone
0: still the uh, most winningest coach over the past I don't know like 20 some odd years for the browns is uh the hmm <laughs> yeah back when he
1: was Browns that was a good one I like uh I like the one uh, the most most wins by a quarterback in Browns stadium Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's great. uh the last quarterback to win on Sunday, for the Browns, Johnny Manziel.
2: Oh, Johnny. Basically what we're oh, getting Johnny at, if you're,
1: if you're listening to this still, is that the Browns suck.
2: <laughs> we we lost
0: all of our Ohio fans today. If we Good. had any, we were they're really all kid. gone.
2: Bye-bye.
0: Between
2: <laughs> Ohio State and then shitting on the Browns. I mean, I am more than happy to shit on Cleveland, uh, the, um, the Cavs, Because they just lost to Sacramento tonight after losing pretty narrowly to the Golden State Warriors. So I can continue on this streak as much as you would like.
0: The Warriors without Steph Curry. Without Steph Curry. Um, (laughs) With Jordan
2: Bell. Oh, Jordan Bell. Okay. I have the biggest crush on Jordan Bell as of probably (laughs) about like two months ago. So uh, there you go.
0: You're going to have to get in line. My dad's had a crush on him for a year now, at least. I'll tag
2: team him. I'll let your dad and Jordan Bell (laughs) go for that. He'll take the sloppy seconds. Yeah, more than happy. (laughs) If that's what Jordan Bell is into, I mean, I I just want him to be happy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that guy guy was the unsung hero of the uh, Ducks program last year, because everyone, like... Oh, no, Tyler. was an unsung. We were
1: singing it. We were singing it.
0: Well, like... Tyler Dorsey was Mr. March, you know, he was the guy, and then before that it was Dylan Brooks. But if you watch, like the physical dude that's getting in there making big plays, Jordan Bell, yeah, fantastic, loved watching that
2: dude,
0: <laughs> and Tyler Dorsey, yes, Dylan all of the above, And Dylan Ennis, and everybody on that Ducks team last year.
1: So I wanna, I wanna all, the,
0: all those guys that couldn't box out in March. <laughs> I want to
1: point out a couple of uh lines here that are, that are available. Um my personal favorite, will John Gruden be a head coach in the NFL at any point in the 2018 regular season? Yes um, is a plus 150, no is a minus 200.
0: Well, who who would use him? Um the Cardinals, the Browns, the Redskins. The Redskins. <laughs> the Redskins. <laughs> No Tampa Bay. To, I get Tampa Bay. Yep, I can okay, see he,
1: it. He just got inducted it, into the Ring of Honor or whatever. Now fire the coach and bring him back in.
0: Has anyone ever coached while being in the Ring of Honor?
1: Uh, first time for everything.
0: Yeah, because I mean, like Bill Snyder gets to coach in a stadium that's named after him, and using then, the same, you know, the same thing because is- they named it after him after he left, and then he came back.
1: What if you took, what if you coached for two years and they had a combined record of like, you know, one and, th- or two <laughs> and 30. They just take him out of the ring? And they just say, no, we're actually going to remove, they they do a removing ceremony.
0: <laughs> Ooh, we're going to take that back. It was, it was your decision to come back to the game and uh, you ruined it. You ruined your legacy. here.
2: R.I.P.
1: And one more line for you guys. Who will be the starting quarterback for the Broncos for game one of the 2018 regular season?
0: Paxton Lynch. Paxton Lynch. Lynch is plus 300.
1: Simeon is plus 300. Osweiler is plus 200. And Other is even.
2: Other is even. God, I want that tattooed on my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. What does it mean to be a Broncos fan? Well, Other is even odds. <laughs> um. yeah
1: your future child just puts their hand in their their face in their hands she, she always says this
2: <laughs> why, why do you always have to embarrass us mom
0: I'll tell you what it means to be a Broncos, Broncos fan you know which one of you is my favorite? you're plus 300, you're plus 200
2: <laughs> <Other> is even <laughs> <laughs> It, yeah. Take that into consideration when you're getting your Christmas <laughs> presents. Yeah. You think I wanted to start one of you over the other? You think I had any better options for my children? Yeah.
1: I tried to see what was available on draft day, but nobody wanted to trade.
2: <laughs> I've worked these wires for 16 years and nothing.
0: I could totally see Kira going to like orientation for kindergarten. Hey, you, you want to trade? want to trade? <laughs> Yours looks like he might be a good quarterback someday.
2: <laughs> Yours looks All like right. he might do a hell of a lot better at reading capability. Us, so. <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll give you, you know, a second round draft pick. You can have my next one.
2: <laughs> Look, you can, if you want yeah, to, I will buy out the contract private school education. Okay.
0: <laughs> Whoa. Now you made that deal. Interesting.
2: <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. That's right. not,
0: that's not a cheap thing. That's actually an interesting trade. I might consider that as a parent. Look, well, look at
2: Charlie Weiss. <laughs> if your husband
1: is going to have a problem with this, you might want to think about restructuring your front office.
0: <laughs> is that, yeah, so I Does, that, my does that just mean? Does that just mean shaving? Restructuring your front office. Hey. Uh, well. Is, is that is that innuendo? I'm not. I'm not with uh, all I, the. Hip I was getting like at.
1: That. I was getting at divorcing him to to trade children, but you know. <laughs>
2: Okay, when we say specifically trade children, it does not sound – if if anybody just hops in at that point, we are not talking about what you think you're talking about. We're just
0: talking about giving your child to another parent, (laughs) receiving theirs, because you think theirs might be better in the future.
2: Every single one will go to a loving home. (laughs) They will have parents. This isn't going to be like my upbringing, okay?
1: And now it's sad. Well, I think it's 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 unfair to assume that both kids are going to be equally as well off. One of those homes is a more loving home. So one, oh, one of those homes fine. is the Browns. <laughs> well, yeah. What? I
2: like to think I'm the Patriots of parenting. <laughs> the Patriots of parenting.
1: You know, some of those kids are going into a home like, look, come in here, Jimmy G. It's going to be great. <laughs> Other kids... <laughs> It's, it's Mitchell Trudisky walking in there like, so quarterback competition with Mike Glennon? <laughs> that's
2: yeah. basically the country's foster child situation at this point. So, well,
1: And and other kids are going to be treated unfairly like Deshaun Watson not starting week one. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, that's how you learn.
0: Yeah. I, I just felt bad for Jimmy G for all those years. You know, having to sit behind the cool big brother that everyone knows and Getting none of the spotlight. Yeah.
2: That's pretty much my life. <laughs> no, it's fine. Sorry, they're they're showing footage of uh of the players coaches uh on the Guardians of the Galaxy ride today. Um, because that's a thing that we do here. Um after the press conference, all the players go on a ride. Um and this year it was the Guardians of the Galaxy, so it, Kirby Smart is having the time of his fucking life.
0: <laughs> That's try. probably because it's the first time he's ever seen an amusement park.
2: Pretty much. Yeah, or Kirby amusement. Smart here. God. Anyway, well, is there anything else that we didn't cover?
1: Oh, of course uh. there is, but we only have so much time, so that'll have The bot interception?
0: Oh! oh. Butt interception.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> what a beautiful play
1: we have the butt fumble we now have the butterception
0: (laughs) which sounds like inception with
2: butts
0: Butts and butts and butts
1: or inception (laughs) with butter
2: no it was particularly impressive i i have not seen
1: well not since uh i think it was terrell suggs broke my heart with the uh between the legs interception of the steelers Oh, where he caught it like with like his calves.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, everyone says don't skip leg day. I was going to say that's why
2: you practice your kegels.
0: Yeah. Don't skip kegel day.
2: <laughs> and clench. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's funny is that now Martian Lattimore has to keep seeing like replays <laughs> over and over of just like his butt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude, if that was me, I'd be showing everybody. Look what my ass can do.
2: Oh, <laughs> also, I am not complaining at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the ultimate pickup move. Not yeah. that he needs one.
2: <coughs> hey girl, about? did you see my butt on ESPN's Not Top Ten?
0: Well, that's that's got to be pay, play number one on the top ten. I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: That's that's a beautiful play. That's a. Not top 10 is for the butt to fumble. Play. Top 10, butt reception. Butt
1: <laughs> I think actually on that, that number one would have been the DeAndre Hopkins Hopkins catch. Oh my god. Yes. Unreal.
0: <laughs> the double one-hander. Oh yeah. my god. Tipped Which I know sounds himself. like two-hander, but if you see it, yeah, tips it to himself and one hand catches it. Keeps both feet inbound. The god. In so good. Glorious.
1: Right up there with the Gronk's catch earlier in the day. Just one-handed right at the edge. Yeah.
2: That was pretty good, too. I didn't watch that one, but I saw the highlights.
0: Yeah. They were, they were both
2: yeah,
0: quite impressive. I watched both of those live. It was an exciting day.
2: I mean, it was not a bad weekend for... There was some really good shit that went down.
1: Yeah, it was a great weekend yeah. for football.
2: Yeah.
1: Seahawks kept their playoffs hopes alive.
0: Yes. Even though... Uh, we had. I like that the Cowboys' entire offensive strategy was, we'll just let Zeke figure it out. Much. Here we go. Here's Zeke. Good luck.
2: They also had some teams clinch either number one seeds. I don't know if anybody really clinched home field, but Pittsburgh I did. saw. Yeah, Pittsburgh oh, did. Oh, not not.
1: Uh, so yeah. Pittsburgh clinched a first round bye, but um, they haven't
2: clinched home field
1: yet. Yeah, home oh, field hey. is is still up for grabs in that one.
0: Oh, that's what, yeah, that's what we were talking they about. They have to win, and the Patriots have to lose. Yep. And they're going to win, and the Patriots Are playing play the teams. Jets. So they could lose that. They're not going to yeah. lose to Bryce Petty. No. I said they could. I didn't say they will. They won't.
2: Well, we'll talk to you uh, on that one. Hey,
0: they almost lost to Josh McCown. They could lose to Bryce Petty. Almost. Almost. <laughs> They should have lost. That fucking Austin Safarian Jenkins play was ridiculous. Yes. The NFL needs to get rid of fumbling it through the end zone. You can't advance a fumble anywhere else on the field, but you can do it through the end zone, and then the other team gets it. Horseshoot. Absolute horseshit.
1: Yeah, that one, I, I would like to see that one be like, a, you know, whatever the down is from the one.
0: Or just from wherever the fumble is lost. Wherever he loses it from his hand, done. (sighs) (sighs) Well,
1: get off to your stuff, Kira. Go enjoy uh, having a super dope job to do.
2: (laughs) I will send you guys pictures.
1: don't worry we're not recording anymore
0: yeah i know i still feel bad oh wait i am recording
1: fuck uh it's locked up forever
0: don't put this in the podcast
1: (laughs) i probably won't Uh, i probably will put you saying don't put this in the podcast (laughs) fair enough